I am Nicola Hildebrand. And I'm Gila Tornberg. And welcome back to The New Naked. Today we are going to talk a little bit about social media. We're thinking that our next few podcasts might be about social media and diving down that wormhole, especially, I guess, rabbit hole is the correct term, <laughs> but... We can be worms, too. Yeah. That sounds fun. Um, just especially in regard to COVID, we just spent a lot of time on social media and just unpacking that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Today, we're going to focus on commenting and communication and what that looks like, both with our personal experiences and what we think about it all. Yeah. So, this will be a two-part episode. So, this is our first part. Yeah. Let's get right into it. Okay. So, Nicola... Commenting on social media. What is your relationship with it? Do you think it's beneficial? I can't say yes or no either way. I just feel like it's not overly positive. I think I don't see it as having a lot of um, upsides and more a lot of downsides. Not saying that it doesn't have any amazing elements to it that could be really beneficial to society. Um, I just think... Maybe because I had an experience recently where I commented and it was just instant regret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that I didn't regret what I said, but it became automatically this back and forth. And I just had so much anxiety and so much stress and um, defensiveness and everything. And I just think often what can happen is <laughs> people just turn to social media to question other people. And it's kind of a distraction and destruction and I think maybe I look at the troll side a little bit more and not so much the positive interactions that Mm -hmm. can happen but it's hard to know when people are just on there for the trolling and when people want to actually have a conversation and I don't even know if that's really the space to be having those conversations maybe Mm -hmm. that can be good starting points with social media but I think comments all too often I've opened it up and instantly feel so overwhelmed instantly sweaty And it's hard to be like, hi, excuse me, are you a troll doing your troll thing? Or would you like to actually exchange uh, in a mutually beneficial space of discourse? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can't really say that. You don't really know. So I just feel like most often I have seen, received, heard from other people the negative aspects of commenting. Yeah, I hear that. I think that sometimes social media is like an extreme mirror of like our regular communication and conversation in the sense that I find commenting and engaging in a dialogue on social media is really exciting when it's someone that I haven't talked to in a while or someone who lives overseas and just like we already have that communication bond I find that sometimes that can go really well Mm. but then there's people whom I have barely any relationship with Mm -hmm. or potentially no relationship at all and I find that that just often can spiral negatively and that's also backed by some studies I was Googling a while ago, just that it can be, like, a huge reinforcement of connections that we already have, whether positively or negatively. You bet. I think I more was holding on to the comments that are you're just, it's a complete stranger commenting, Mm -hmm. or you comment on someone else's post, and then someone else comments on yours, and then it's a back and forth of absolute people, like, in Czechoslovakia, all of a sudden you're having this argument with this person. Yeah. And... So I definitely was thinking more about that. Mm-hmm. For sure, I think it is a way to connect with people. And social media does that really well, especially I can see the positive sides when it's a person that you already have connection with. Mm-hmm. When it's someone you don't, then I don't think it's really positive. I think 
the relationship is the foundation of dialogue. And so if you don't really have a connection with that person beforehand, experience of being around them, knowing what they're like outside of their carefully curated media um, platforms, I think it's just super easy to start name-calling, start getting defensive and attacking one another. Um, yeah, so I guess for me, maybe let's go into this, um, just talking about opinions and voicing your opinions on it and if you ever commented on other people's that you didn't know or people mm. that you did know and what your experience was with that. So um, I kind of feel like sometimes social media is just creating a cacophony in which it's impossible to hear anything but your own voice. I think sometimes we post just to put our voice out into the wind and are not necessarily very open to receiving other people's comments and mm -hmm. our own comments. Yeah. Um, and I think I kind of slip into it and can see other people slip into it of just because you're offended doesn't mean that you're right in those posts. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it really mm -hmm. takes a long time to slow people down. And that's really key in defensiveness is just to stop, realize what your body is doing, because it'll probably be the same feelings and everything when you're in panic mode, the fight or flight. You'll have the high energy. You'll be constantly alert. You'll be like say you ran your car off the road it'd be probably the same feelings at least for me as it is um in those adrenaline moments as it is in kind of defensiveness and anxiety mm -hmm. and stress in that so slowing that down really being like okay what is this person saying what is my values let's go through this one question or piece at a time mm -hmm. and I think we can easily so just pick it up and be like Screw you! Name calling, name calling, name calling. Mm -hmm. I'm not actually listening. You're not actually listening. We both just have the moral high ground and we think the other person is just being destructive yeah. and awful. And we're not really looking at it as you're a person, I'm a person. We're attacking or not attacking. We're um, tackling the issue at hand or whatever we disagree on. Mm -hmm. We just look at it as attacking each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I definitely have experience the most with stranger comments so I'd like to hear your side of anything that I just said that resonates with you when it's friends or people that you've been familiar with mm -hmm. and are you experiencing those same things or is it totally different I guess every experience is different on yeah the totally no I think I've had similar lived experiences in regard to commenting with strangers or even just acquaintances like growing up in a small town, that stereotype rings true that there are a lot of people who hold a more conservative right-winged worldview, and I've had a lot of intense dialogue mm. with people, especially a generation or two above me, whom just sees the world, a very specific worldview, which often can be quite biased against other people, especially not rich white people. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. I think that that, yeah, it's been to the point where I just have chosen to not follow or I guess friend those people just because it's exhausting and I think that mm -hmm. a big key part is looking at intent and what do you think people's goals are mm -hmm. in communication because my intent might be okay this person is believing something it's causing harm to another group right like okay I should engage in this and I think that's kind of been the filter I set up for myself because realizing that sometimes people just don't um have the worldview or don't have like literally don't have the ability to see things the way I do 
Right. And so is it worth my energy to yeah. engage in conversation when we don't have a relationship founded mm-hmm. so that I can cross that bridge of them not seeing the world as I see it? For sure. So but, do you think it's then worth it at all? Sorry to interrupt. No, to no. Get into that. Yeah. So what really I said for myself is, is this person harming another group? So say, for example, there was this one person I engaged in and they were talking from a Christian point of view against the LGBTQ community. Mm. And so what I commented was, hey, um, at the time I was like, I strongly identify as a Christian and I have the exact opposite view of this person. If you're a person in the LGBTQ plus community who feels offended by this and wants to hear other worldviews, feel free to message me. And so even just um, not necessarily engaging with that person, because that might just be a waste of my energy. And their goal isn't to be in an argument. Their goal is just to put their opinion or worldview out there that they believe is right Mm -hmm. and fight. Again, not listen. You know, some people Mm -hmm. aren't trying to cultivate a conversation. They're just trying to share their opinion, which is, Mm -hmm. I guess they're right. So do you think we should do that? Do you think we should share our opinion and expect that no one is going to respond to us? Because I think sometimes that is what I get from other people. I start Mm. to feel like when I challenge people on social media or have an opposing view, they automatically like, what? can't believe you did that. And then I think the defensiveness comes out. Yeah, I'm really biased. I'd say that everyone should... Yeah, I don't know. What it's is, hard to tell what people is the what point they should of social media. Yeah. Who knows? But like, I think that hmm. I think that everyone should engage and be open with dialogue because isn't the point of social media connection? So why are you posting something without wanting a response, whether positive, negative, controversial? Right. I think that this just connects to such deeper strands that are wrong with our society. Just so dualistic and being like conflict is wrong and we can't hold two opinions that are both valid. And uh, I think that mm-hmm. there's. I think that once again, it's like this magnifying glass of just larger societal issues that are just puffed up by anonymity and confidence online. But yeah, I think that everyone should have a strand of humility. But then I also would say that if someone, like a person of color, posts a comment about Black Lives Matter, it's not a person's place to be like, fuck you, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. And so that's where my bias comes in a little bit of like, Yes, it's a space to engage in dialogue, but not, well, like I said, isn't biased, I'd say I'm right. But, like, it's, it's a space to engage in dialogue, not a space to engage in bigotry, you know? Where it's like, oh, Black Lives Matter. Okay, let's, like, engage in this. What are some books I can read? This is my worldview, da, 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 rather than being like, fuck you, you're wrong, you know? Yeah, and I don't think people have that same perspective. I think yeah. that's where maybe I'm latching onto the whole troll situation and the people that are just wanting to voice their opinion and to not necessarily be open to receiving anyone else's. And I mean, anything that we put out there without tact, even if it's super honest, even if it's our opinion or whatever. (laughs) Also, I think there's a lot of things that people think that are opinion Mm -hmm. and they're not. That's just human treatment, Mm -hmm. human values that we need to uphold. That's like, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Anyways, so we could go down that. What do you call it? A wormhole? A wormhole, yeah. <laughs> so I guess maybe let's shift to how do you think people should respond then? And if you don't want to speak to that, maybe how you respond and how you really try to be intentional with your responses. Yeah, I think just going back to what I said earlier, just not wasting my energy because I would say I'm very much as my conservative friend really calls me his token SJW, social justice warrior. Like that's really important to me. And so... Mm. I just often try to look at the intent. Like, this person probably doesn't give a crap. Like, for example, engaging in dialogue with this one older fellow from my hometown about, like, 
Muslims and Sharia law and just like all this crazy stuff. And it's like, well, no, I actually like went to school to study this and I know a lot about religion and you mm-hmm. are very, very wrong and opinionated, but it's like, well, it doesn't matter because they're not looking for, mm-hmm. they're not looking to be told that they're not correct. They're looking to promote fear mongering and, and yeah. And just like conspiracy, it's just, they have such insecurity in their own existence, especially because of, in my personal opinion, this is my psychological analysis. This man is very religious. He gets a lot of his identity in his religion. So other religions really just poke holes in that and brings out spaces of unsafety and concern. And the way he responds to that is fear mongering. Right. But, and so for me, I look at that post, I just no longer will engage, but say it's something that's like specifically targeting Muslims. I could be like, Hey, general world. I'm not engaging with this person. I'm just, cause I, I don't know. I'm like love gossip vibes on the internet where it's like if I see something feisty on Facebook I won't even necessarily read the whole com- the whole post I'll like go to the comments and see what's being said oh I automatically just oh no and so I, so I think that it's so interesting and so, up so for me those. sometimes what I've done what I do is I either ignore it but if someone's directly causing harm to a group of people especially uh like air quote minority group of people like I'm going to step up and use my paid space of privilege as like a white woman being like Hey, just so you know, this isn't the whole story. Feel free to reach out to me and I'd love to share more. You know what right. I mean? I like your intent of making that a separate conversation. Because, yeah, there's... Not starting that back and forth. Yeah, right someone has comment already decided that my opinion isn't valid and my knowledge isn't valid oftentimes. So, so just if they're engage. wanting to seek that out and to potentially be challenged they can do so because you've provided that space but if i post <laughs> so funny if i post something and someone responds i'm gonna just effing comment and shut that shit down yeah and so but, that's and i'll just like oh yeah so which is so, you but the thing is down? but the thing is because i want to stand by something i comment and so that's the thing like for example i posted something about um menstrual products being free in schools in bc and i was like heck yeah this is fantastic Mm -hmm. there's so much income disparity and so much shit with women not getting access to this thing that they actually physically need and someone commented on being like well what the heck these are my tax dollars communism yada 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 um and i was like oh okay um no and so just like i think my my goal was to yeah, like kind of defensiveness, like defend my original comment. And I was hoping that because of this, I was opinionated in this woman who I was engaging in a conversation with. I assumed the fact that she was a woman and especially the fact that she was a Christian woman, she would have this like empathy and understanding and concern. And so I was just like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, maybe she just is really trapped in this yeah. idea of what socialism, communism is. And she doesn't understand, which maybe was a little bit um, arrogant of myself, but just like, I was like, oh, well, maybe we can talk about this. And so I was like, oh, I actually don't fully agree with you. Here's why. And I'm just trying to like engage in that. And then after a few comments of her just using uh, misinformative news posts and just things, I realized it was no longer about engaging in a dialogue and more about reinforcing opinion. Yes. So, and I th- so then I just disengaged and I normally disengage with Hey, I feel like I'm, I'm normally very, very transparent about what I'm doing. Hey, I feel like we're no longer having a conversation. We're just trying to shove each other's points down our throats. If you want to talk about this more, send me a message. Right. It's, it doesn't, it shouldn't have Again, to be about the audience. Yeah. And the fact that there is an audience, I think, fuels the ego that's attached yep. to defensiveness. Yeah. As I was listening to you share, I think 
there was one thing that kept coming up for me, and that was context. Context is important to understand where the person's coming from and why they're sharing what they're sharing. And I think that can get really lost in, on social media. As you shared, that individual who had a lot of conflict around religion or the woman who had a lot of conflict around what you posted, it sounds really important that you knew both of those individuals and where they were coming from. Mm -hmm. And they as well knew who you were and where you were coming from. And when it's strangers on social media, we don't have that. We don't have that relationship. We don't have that context and background and understanding. So that's where I think the defensive aspects come from. And the attack is because we're not aware at all of who this person is and where they're, I mean, touch tree or touchstone is and where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think responding really needs to come from compassion and curiosity. And just be like, okay, I don't have all the right answers. I don't think we're ever completely right in our lifetime. We're just less and less wrong as we go along. <laughs> and I think it's really important to realize I will for sure, like you, get way more invested, way more involved in um, online posts when it's something that is not necessarily about me. It's about other people. You mentioned some maybe marginalized communities or other individuals. I have this almost savior complex that pops up and I need to challenge that in myself and mm -hmm. question that in myself. And if people didn't know that that's, that's something that I'm struggling with and trying to figure out how to use my privilege and how to work with that and not over or underutilize that if there's such a thing and tokenism or all those other things that come up for me just make it really hard to sift through intention for mm -hmm. myself, let alone for other people, if I don't know the context. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I also just think public opinion is not really looking to change or to be challenged. I think that woman posting, I mean, I guess maybe I have a smaller view of it. It's just, it's not a space where we can really go back and forth and share personal stories. And I think stories is such a huge part of it. It's really hard to type and write, okay, I had this experience of where mm -hmm. I was very low on money and buying um, sanitation products was just the last resort. Mm -hmm. I needed food instead. <laughs> yeah. So if people didn't know that, that you experienced that and went through that, I just don't think that they're ready to be challenged and ready to hear that story. Or we don't include those stories so they don't get to know who we are and mm -hmm. the context. Which is why I think... If you're in a loss, even an invitation to further conversation can be great. Because mm -hmm. if there is that slight chance that they do want to engage, there's that option. Right. And I think also sometimes I look at it as, oh, other people will be reading this. Mm. And for the other people's sake, I need to correct this person. Mm. And maybe there's a young woman that reads this and she just reads that woman's comment and that no one commented back and tried to fight for her rights or women's sanitation rights mm -hmm. and that that space. So I think of especially younger women or especially people, yeah, that are maybe not as privileged as myself. But again, I need to work on that is why am I posting this? Is this a savior complex that I need to work on in myself? Mm -hmm. If I'm not responsible for all these people, I'm responsible for myself and what I say. And I, yeah, I just almost get to the point where I think it is not worth it. <laughs> 
conversation and dialogue and discourse are super important and it's super important to challenge people and to be challenged and to work on our defensiveness and to realize that we don't have all the right answers but I don't think social media is the place at least that's where I stand right now hopefully or maybe that'll change and I'll be able to work through my recent issues I think that this is very fresh for me because I also just posted something yeah and that's kind of where this came up and why I wanted to do this is yeah, just to hear your opinion, and I would love to hear other people's opinions if you guys want to comment um, in our social media once we post this. Yeah, I, I just, I, I know it's kind of an That's oxymoron. Yeah. We like conversation I know, I, I do want to, I know, hey, I want to hear other people's opinions, but I'm not ready for all of my emotion or all the potential yeah. back and forth. But I want to hear it. So is that the best space? Or friends and family that listen to this, come talk to us. Which is such an interesting thing to consider given COVID right now. Because mm-hmm. if social media comments are not the place to engage in these dialogues, True. where are we supposed to? Yeah. So it's super interesting just to muddle over in your noggin. Yeah. Where's the... Yeah, what is the right space, I guess, is a, mm-hmm. a very difficult question to ask because social media does provide a whole other space that we can't access and our physical embodiment of our day-to-day life mm-hmm. it's a whole other online world so, yeah all right well thank you for listening um we do not have a question at the end of this one we just really appreciate you guys listening um tune in for our next one yeah where we talk more about this from a different angle Yeah, social media. Woo!